Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Cojourners. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I am excited and grateful that we have a poem submission this week from Joel Cross. And Joel's piece is entitled, I Am the Love of My Life. I was born a soul in wholeness, but as I got older, the world tried to break me. Every day I was at odds with the programming that I absorbed from my youth into the unconscious mind. It was so loud I couldn't hear myself, so I withdrew to nature. The volume of all the others departed, and there I began to realize my own truth. I heard a sweet voice from the seat of my soul say, I am love and liberation. I am light. I am the love of my life. Even my obstacles are made perfectly as tools for my growth through pain to love. For my purpose is not to outshine another. My purpose has always been to do my share in the shining of us all. For we are one, and as one shines, so does another. And as I am able to hear myself more clearly, it becomes far easier to hear you too. Isolation allows us to embrace the freedom of self. For loneliness is an idea cherished by those who do not like the sounds within. If only they would tarry. They would see their true voice would arise in sweet harmony with the song of the ages, the song of the universe. That says of all, in all, and through all, I am the love of my life. Yes, Joel, thank you so much for this beautiful piece. And I'm so grateful you also sent it on Spotify. The meditation, this poetic meditation is set to music. And so you can listen to it there as well. So you can hear Joel's voice. And I believe on Spotify, it is called A Soul Called Joel. And uh, you can hear him and his music. All right, you all. I am so excited for today's conversation. We're going to talk about enhancing our self-compassion. Enhancing our self-compassion. And so Joel's piece was right in alignment with that topic as we think about shifting from dishonoring the self to honoring ourselves, as we shift from self-neglect, 
self-abandonment, self-erasure, self-hatred, and really walk in the fullness of self-acceptance and self-respect and self-compassion. And so I want to provide for you a few tips and strategies as you think about enhancing your self-compassion. And we could start with a rationale of why would this be important? And so I invite you to reflect in this moment about the ways you perhaps have been harsh with yourself, judgmental toward yourself, rejecting of yourself. And as you think about the ways those constructs have shown up in your life, then consider what has that cost you? When I have not had compassion toward myself, when I have been harsh with myself, what have been the consequences for me emotionally, physically, spiritually, socially? How has that shown up for me? And then recognizing the benefits of what if I really cared for myself? What if I honored and respected myself? What if, as Joel said, I became the love of my life, that I treated myself in such a way that it is clear my wellness and wholeness is a priority for me. And so when we come home to ourselves, we will step out of that harsh way of thinking and treating ourselves, and we will learn to delight, to enjoy, to celebrate ourselves, to be at home within ourselves, yes? That when I am compassionate toward me, it means I have created space for the fullness of my complicated identity, my complicated life, and I am able to look on myself with appreciation. And so do you have appreciation, compassion, respect for yourself? And for those who are aware, this is something that you want to work on. I want us to think about a couple of important things that will help us to enhance our self-compassion. And so the first thing that I would raise is the importance of self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness. Many of us are so upset with ourselves that we are actually punishing ourselves, that we are disappointed in choices that we made. We are disappointed in the ways our lives have turned out. And so when I am angry at myself, when I center in on frustration with myself, then it really robs me of my own peace. And then I can end up in either a place of giving up on myself or where I am so driven uh, into that perfectionism, believing that I have so much to prove. And so if you can be honest with yourself and think about what are the things that I am really critical about myself for, 
What are the aspects of my life that when I think about them, I don't usually give myself a lot of grace or compassion. And so to really consider uh, this issue of forgiveness, often we center on other people around forgiveness, but I really invite you to consider it for yourself, for your own well-being, so that you can restore your joy or to get joy for the first time. And so we really get to a place of practicing forgiveness. And the reason I say practicing is it is an ongoing journey and an ongoing process, right? Because each day is a new day. So even if I have forgiven myself for some things of the past, even when we think about today or yesterday or this week, uh, the things I was hoping to do or hoping that I would not do, the ways in which sometimes I may set myself up for failure or I put too much weight on myself, weight of responsibility, of obligation, and sometimes setting unrealistic timelines or unrealistic goals for myself. And so I invite you to say not just as a one-time event that I want to forgive myself, but I want to live my life in such a way that the grace and compassion that I often extend to others, that I would extend to myself. The grace, compassion, forgiveness. And some of us have given other people many, many chances, right? Many, many times because we care or because we love them or because we respect them or because we are hopeful or because we are optimistic. And I wonder if you can give yourself a clean slate so that we can begin anew, that we can turn the page on the past and start refreshed with the possibilities that are before us. Along with practicing self-compassion, I wonder if we can also to enhance our self-compassion, release perfectionism, and embrace evolution and growth, right? Because when we believe in these false dichotomies of like, I am either a success or a failure, then anytime I make a mistake or anytime I fall short or anytime I walk in a way, live in a way that I was trying to break free from, uh, when I have these extremes in my thinking, then I will say, well, because I messed up in that way, because I made that error, then I will start to think of myself as a failure. I will start to think of myself solely in the negative versus recognizing it's a process. And so I am growing. I am healing. I am transforming. I am climbing. I am shifting. Yes. You see, when we recognize it as a developmental process, we can be more understanding and then compassionate toward ourselves so that one mistake or a setback, even several setbacks, does not have to define me and does not have to then limit the ways in which I see myself and my possibility. 
And so even in this moment, as you think about your homecoming, consider the ways in which you are changing. Not that you are perfect, not that I am perfect, but are you able to track your growth? Are you able to recognize and to see the ways in which you have made positive changes? Uh, Some things that you have noticed in the present that you would not have seen before. Sometimes that you have spoken up for yourself, advocated for yourself, that you would have taken longer to do in the past. Uh, The times that you have exited or set boundaries in negative circumstances, uh, to really honor yourself for that. And so I invite you to see your growth. When I shift from my self-critical voice to my self-compassionate voice, it means that I can see and hold myself gently as I recognize my path, as I recognize my progress. And I hope on today in your homecoming, you can see some progress that you have made in the different areas of your life as you you have been working on yourself, as you have been healing, as you have been intentional about this process. And for those of you who have been journaling, sometimes you can go back and read old entries and see the progress, see the change. Another gift is if you are in therapy, you can spend some time reflecting with your therapist on your growth, right? Where was I when I started this process and where am I now? And it is also a beautiful thing when those who are in your life acknowledge the positive changes that they have observed as well. So while, you know, a therapist or family or friends or coworkers can notice the change, it is also very, very important uh, for us to be able to see it within ourselves. And it will enhance my compassion when I set the intention of looking for my growth, right? When I set the intention for looking for my progress, then I will more readily learn to recognize it instead of always centering my mistakes. It also helps us to enhance our self-compassion to begin to be intentionally grateful to yourself for the steps you have taken to honor yourself. And so gratitude brings self-compassion. Often we remember to thank other people, hopefully, to thank other people when they extend kindness to us. And I wonder if you are able to have gratitude for yourself, for your body, your heart, your mind, your spirit that has been with you on this journey. Even your nervous system has been working overtime to protect you, to keep you safe, to try to keep you grounded. Uh, Your mind has been working, trying to figure things out. Uh, Your body has been working, that you are here. And your spirit, right, and your soul have been doing so much 
for not only your survival, but also your flourishing. And so let us be really in a state of gratitude and honoring of ourselves for the steps we have taken on this journey. And you can really begin to not only have gratitude for what you have done, but also having gratitude for the things that are going well in your life, right? Often we focus on things that are not where we want them to be, but it is my hope as you look around the landscape of your life that there are some things within your life that you have appreciation for, that you have gratitude for, that you have really worked hard, you know, psychologically and or practically in order to create some things in your life that have come to fruition. And so that appreciation and gratitude will help you to have more self-compassion. Another way to enhance our self-compassion is by monitoring our generosity. And this gets to another episode we had about overextending or overgiving. And so it is beautiful to be a generous person. And at the same time, when we are dishonoring ourselves or disrespecting ourselves, we may be extending ourselves in ways that deplete us, that drain us, that really dishonor our humanity. And so one of the ways to enhance my self-compassion is to set more boundaries, right? To set boundaries, to learn how to say no, to learn how to exit, to learn how to recognize when I am being disrespected or dishonored and then finding my voice and my agency and utilizing those to the best of my ability because I am deserving, because I am worthy, because I care about myself, right? So that I care about my rest. I care about my health physically and mentally. I care about my growth. I care about my joy. I care about my peace. So if I have those values of caring, then that has to manifest in some action that has to manifest in some behaviors. So in order to honor myself and to be compassionate toward myself, what are the calls I no longer need to make or no longer need to accept? If I wanna have compassion toward myself and honor myself, where are the places I no longer need to go? What are the habits that I want to be intentional about releasing and replacing? What are the ways of working and the ways of resting that I want to shift so that I can better protect and preserve myself? That we are worthy of that. We are deserving of that. Then it is going to be so important as I think about building my self-compassion to really, as I examine myself in my life, aim toward understanding over self-judgment. Do I look at the various chapters of my life 
and seek to understand how I landed there? Do I seek to understand, not just in this dismissive way of like, what's wrong with me, or I'm stupid, or I'm weak, or all of these labels that we give ourselves or that other people have given us that keep us stuck. And so I really, not this is not excuse making, it is so I can understand my life's journey, which will then empower me going forward to heal and to begin to make other choices. But when I don't understand myself, then I will just look at myself very harshly right? Or even with hostility or ridicule. But, you know, when I look at these moments to really say, you know, what was I thinking? And where did that thought come from? What is the seed of that? What in my life's journey did uh, shaped me in such a way that I ended up in this space or thinking this way or choosing this way or acting this way? And so I understand those root behaviors or root events, not because then I'm going to give up and say, oh, well, because those things happened early in my life, then I'm stuck. No, it's that those events happened in my life and they shaped me and I care enough about myself that I don't want that to be the final say on my life, that I want to give myself the permission to break out of those cycles and patterns and to learn something new, that I am compassionate with myself, even as I am learning, knowing that I am deserving of these new possibilities. And as we heal and as we grow, we breathe life into our possibility. We breathe grace and compassion into our present moment. And as we breathe, we learn to, as Joel said, become the love of our lives. You think about the things you have done for people that you loved. Oh, we do some incredible things for people when we love them. And can we also do incredible things for ourselves? Can we be outrageously bold in our compassion and care of ourselves? Can we be so committed and faithful and loyal to the care of our own souls and our own bodies and our hearts that it shifts the trajectory of our lives? I believe we can do that and that we are deserving of that. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit Welcome home.